pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. I am the pod general, Jason Marchuk. With me as always is Kevin, Joe, Brian, and we start the show every week the same way. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? All right. So uh, last week, I know I, I know what I said. I know I said I'd be wearing the TWP Hollywood shirt, but I didn't feel like it because I found something out of storage that was so great. I had to wear it. I've got the the original Nexus T-shirt. And on the back, it says you're either Nexus or against us. And not only do I have the T-shirt. Oh, the armband. Oh, the armband. <laughs> That's a good find. Ah, of course, I always take it to the next level. Uh, going back to the uh, Mark Henry salmon jacket many, many shows ago. So I had to go Nexus armband. Awesome. I'm not going to lie. This fucking thing hurts. I want to take this off. So uh, <laughs> right now I'm against them. You're now uh, against them. Yeah. Kevin, what do you got? <laughs> well, Yours is a blast from the past. Yours is very, uh, that decal is huge on that shirt. The shirt I went with today, no oh. decal. I'm spotting what? the brand new oh. solid white tee. The Daniel Bryanson. Daniel Bryanson tee. <laughs> <laughs> Available at watermaneuver.net, like our That Wrestling Podcast t-shirts. Wow, Kevin. <laughs> so honestly, Kevin, is this because you're trying to be funny or have you uh, run out? Have you run out and you don't want to be a loser repeat like Joe? I, I have not run out. Uh, and it, and it kind of is a sad thing because I did have several that I have not worn before. And one of them happens to be uh, a Ric Flair shirt. So I was like, yeah, that timing would not be good. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but no, just, just the match that he had that we're going to get into. Okay. Holy crap. Right. I've already wore my Kenny. I didn't want to wear the, the Daniel Bryan shirt, right? I, just, I had to rep Daniel Bryanson today. So, uh, and then Joe, what are you repeating this week? I'm not repeating anything, but what? Well, it's a, here's the thing it's a repeat <laughs> yeah. of something someone else wore. Oh, uh, okay. This is the first time I wore Austin 360. Homage NWO. Oh, yeah. I wore that like shirt. six weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah, After you wore it, I'm like, I have to buy that. But I also took it to the next level. Not only am I wearing the NWO shirt. Oh, I know what you're doing. I got the sunglasses too. Oh, there it is. <laughs> From the NWO box. Yes. So, uh, very cool. Very cool. And uh, uh, Brian, you I guarantee it's a repeat because I think you literally have run through your things probably close to three times now in show 26. I think <laughs> this might be a second appearance for this one. So... <laughs> On Wednesday was the first day of fall, and it hit big here in my parts of Parts Unknown. We had like three to four inches of rain. I got a hoodie on here in the basement. It's it's like, oh, no, summer is gone, gone, gone. So I picked a shirt that tried to give me a little bit of the threads of summertime and warm weather and good times, and that shirt would be the original podcast for you, the SoCal Pro Wrestling Podcast. Ah, okay. Look at that sun. Look at those palm trees. <laughs> the summer is not over those yet. Wrestling the wrestling bears. The wrestling bears. 
Yeah, that was a whole lifetime ago, it seems like. Uh, but much like that uh, setup kind of took a lifetime for you to get to. But that's besides the point. Uh, <laughs> I'm on meds, so who knows what the hell tonight's going to be. Uh, I'm interested right. in – real quick, I'm interested in um, Kevin – uh, is starting a new band. I heard they're called the Plain White Tees. Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah, and I was I was gonna say you you and Jay were going against each other. Pod General versus Brian. Apparently, you're not Nexus. You're against us. I guess so. <laughs> Sorry. Go. You got any cheesy stuff to say? No, I just always whenever I see that shirt, I go back to John Cena going, "Oh, you guys are mmm." <laughs> going across. Gotcha. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, so um, uh, this past week, Joe and I, the most unlikely tag team of tag teams, um, more unlikely than Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., we dropped a, uh, a 0.5 episode of TWP Extra about the Dark Side of the Ring pod, or, uh, <laughs> Flight from Hell documentary. It aired last week, and Joe, um, since Sunday – has anything changed? Has anything, has more stuff happened? Did we get something wrong? Did they get something wrong that came out? Any, any update on the uh, flight from hell and our podcast from hell? Well, the only thing that's like new is Ric Flair is no longer part of the uh, beginning tag for WWE. You don't hear the woo or flair. They replaced him with warrior. I'm guessing that <laughs> has to do with it, which is weird. And not only did dark side make a mistake, but so did we. Oh, it was, and it was their mistake that we went on. Okay. The fact that they, we were, we focused on why didn't they focus on Vince McMahon? And they said, Vince and Linda were in the front of the plane. Vince and Linda were not on the plane at all. Vince at the time was traveling with the SmackDown brand. And this was a raw only pay-per-view. Now the Vince angle wrestling match that happened did happen on a different flight oh okay so okay that's gotcha. like we had those stories uh wires crossed so uh that was really the only mistake after i re-listened to it i'm like did a little bit well more actually research. you may you actually I made another mistake it. no you made another mistake was that? uh I, I uh you had said that the car shield commercials were gone the car shield commercials ran on raw that's so. weird too because i did have two sources and actually i had three they were both was, wrong it was the car shield people. It was the statement from them. It was from PW uh, Insider, and it was from uh, Four Four Eleven. Like those yeah, are three well, sources, and I was it, I was shocked. I, I, I didn't watch I, Raw, so I don't know. I sent you the screenshot, so uh, you yes, are you wrong did. I'm there. Not calling you a liar. Uh, so is. Tommy Dreamer had been has now been uh, suspended from Busted Open. Mm-hmm. He is suspended from Impact. Uh, he released a statement on Twitter. If you go to our social media at that WrestlePod, you can uh, see what he said. I, I uh, retweeted it. But uh, uh, Kevin and Brian, did you guys get a chance to watch it? And what did you think? And more importantly, what did you think of uh, the podcast from hell with the most unlikeliest tag team in history? I, I, I'll, go, I'll go first. I, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the show. I think the uh, – or, or the, the dark side. Uh, one <clears> – <throat> I was starting to really like Tommy more and more on Busted Open, right? And then I saw this, the respect level. Talk about a plane, that thing nose dive into the ground. My my respect level for Tommy. Just just if I know Flair came out and said I did nothing of the sort. If it happened or not, 
Tommy kind of backing him up and saying, oh, it's just playing around. Oh, people can get insensitive on different things. If it, if it truly happened and he's like helicoptering his dick on a flight attendant, it's pretty, pretty bad stuff, right? Uh, and, the, and the thing is, I believe the flight attendant, she came off so personable. Like you could see her getting choked up. Uh, Tommy Dreamer's a loser. And, and, and Rick, in my eyes, I don't know. Wow. It's it, it, it's part of, uh, uh, I think there was a, maybe, maybe not to the level of what happened. I wasn't on the plane. Right. But I don't know. I, I think, I think Rick's guilty. I, I, Rick comes across that type of guy as, as a playboy, you know, I can have any woman. I think just, you know, if they really went through three carts of alcohol, Maybe it played part of it, but inexcusable, inexcusable actions and very inexcusable from Tommy Dreamer supporting that uh, or making excuses up. It was very weird. And then he made the nope. comment, oh, I have a double ponytail and, and and used that to compare to that weird ponytail. Made him even look freaking worse. Like that did no justice for Tommy Dreamer at all. And he and Brian, what he deserves. Brian? Yeah, the, the ponytail line, that was honestly the the worst of it from the tommy dreamer standpoint where he was minimizing things and, and you know some mm-hmm. of the context i could understand of saying okay yeah you you do that back then it's one thing you do that today absolutely you can't but when when he continued on by saying about like people get offended over everything someone's offended about my ponytail i'm like wow what, what are you really doing this right now that really caught me off guard the episode itself, um, I thought it was pretty enlightening. Some of the stuff, the the Brock Kurt Henning fight against the emergency door, I'd heard of. Yeah. Um, like I remember Scott Hall being fired after. I didn't remember the circumstances around it. So some of the stuff I remember, and and the flair I really didn't. Um, and and that is that's a tough one. You know, he's he's denying it. She has her story. Um, I, I saw. Rob Van Dam has said, you know, he didn't see anything like that. So it's, you know, there's only two people or, you know, in this case, the flight attendant and whoever is on the plane who can, you know, vouch for what really happened. So that's tougher really for me to make a a final judgment on that, but it was tough to hear for sure. Um, And yeah, the episode was very captivating, but yeah, biggest of all loser, mm-hmm. just with the presentation was Tommy Dreamer. It was like, oh no, what what are you saying right now? And uh, what'd you guys think of me and Joe doing the uh, oh yeah team up team up podcast? Yeah, uh, a little clunky in a good way, <laughs> a good way, because <laughs> that's because you guys have that animosity. Um, but no, no, you, you, it was fine. You guys recapped it all. You hit on all the points and, you know, whenever I, I made sure I watched the show, then got to the podcast to mm-hmm. hear your guys' thoughts. I didn't, I didn't want to go in blind and, um, and, and Joe said exactly what I was thinking about the Tommy dreamer comments with the ponytail that I was just like, Whoa, like, wh- what are we doing right now? So great job. Emergency podcast, man. Well done. Kevin, thoughts on the emergency I, podcast? I, 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 this is my, whoa, as I kick my table, uh, you and Brian grew up, right. Or not grew up, but you guys be, were good friends before we all became good friends. Me and you got to bond right in Vegas recently. It was nice. You and Joe had your little, your little bonding, <laughs> your little bonding session too. Uh, it, it was good. It was good. I, uh, 
things have been crazy. I was, I was slightly jealous. I couldn't be part of it, but I'm glad that I wasn't because it, it, it was great just hearing you two kind of bicker at each other a little bit. And here. if you liked the, uh, the uh, extra, the 0.5 podcast, let us know on social media at that wrestle pod. You can send a DM or you can send a Gmail that wrestle pod at gmail.com. Now, when the episode aired, uh, some wrestling fans did some research about Heidi Doyle. And uh, she has a criminal record. Uh, guilty of stealing $80,000 worth of jewelry in 2016 wow. from a man named Rob Scott. Uh, this was so serious, it ended up at uh, San Diego County Crime Stoppers and investigators from the North Coastal Sheriff's Station uh, looking for a man and a woman, uh, one of them being Heidi Doyle, stole $80,000 in jewelry. Mm. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Now, this, you know, back then, I mean, there was only a $1,000 reward. Um, and they were driving a, a Volkswagen Eos. I don't even know what that is. But while uh, the uh, traumatic event happened to Heidi Doyle, she apparently went on like a, she went on a, a crime spree. So, uh, and it, I'm not surprised that wrestling fans dug that up. Because while wrestling fans do get a bad rap, when they're looking for uh, a way to defend their heroes, they will go to the fullest extent mm -hmm. to uh, find something, anything. Like if Heidi Doyle got a parking ticket, they probably would have went and ran with that. But obviously something more serious, uh, $80,000 in grand theft. Kevin, what do you want? What no, do you got? One, one thing I was going to mention about her too, uh, <laughs> while watching. It's you said meds. it right it's, the first time. It's the meds. <laughs> it's the meds, I swear. What no, do you want? The, while watching it, uh, did you guys notice that part most of it, she looked very well put together in the interviews. And then like part of it, she kind of looked out of it. There was like a second... Clearly, yeah. it's like an interview with her. Yeah, like it, it, it was. It was almost Ooh. like candid, more at home. I, I don't know. I, I Brian, Brian, Brian brought a really good point about Rob Van Dam, right? Because he said, "Oh, some guys that I used to run with would do H bombs or take advantage of women." The thing is, if he saw not to beat a dead horse with Flair, but if he saw Flair say something, Rob Van Dam was one hundred percent honest in that, and he did not come across bad. But he said some pretty crazy stuff too but he's just that type of guy with his tinted sunglasses looking drugged out of his mind like just being 100% honest but Bri I will say look up uh it was with TNA Kurt Henning in the ring talking about the oh, yeah. the plane ride it's like a it's a fantastic like four minute just saying I'd oh. be Brock Lesnar 30,000 I, I kind of remember oh. that yeah yeah, oh. yeah. And real right quick before he died yeah yeah literally um, right yeah on the podcast that uh, you and Joe did too, um, I want to shout out really quickly my friend John Panessa. He hit me up before I'd seen it to say, "Hey, did you see Dark Side of the Ring?" Because this was the talk of the wrestling world for a good couple of days. And I said, "I haven't, but check out the guys did a bonus episode, and and he did check it out, and he put on the Facebook." about the Jonathan Coachman story that you brought up earlier, Joe, of, hey, he's saying that Vince wasn't on the plane, so maybe that connects the dots of why nothing happened with that. So um, shout out to John. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks, John. So, um, Joe, you hate Monday Night Raw. You didn't watch it, and, man, did you miss out. Monday Night Raw was awesome this week. It started off with a six-man. Uh, it was the bloodline showing up on Raw against the New Day. 
there was then a triple threat main event, Roman, Big E, and Bobby. Lashley. Yeah, Lashley. So good. I completely forgot because I feel like the WWE dropped the ball. And what this is, it's not popular opinion, especially to you, Joe, because you hate everything on Mondays. I feel like the WWE dropped the ball on Natty and Tamina as tag team champions. They lost to the second most unlikely tag team in the world next to me and Joe, uh, Nikki (laughs) Ash and Rhea Ripley. I feel like they had potential to turn that team into like a legacy adjacent team. You know, they, they have ties, you know, their family history. And now it's just nothing. You know, I, I don't understand why, uh, but you know, is, they is Tamina's finally going to get her rocket ship to that championship women's title. I hope so. Too I long. hope so. Uh, Brian, you watched raw the main event, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed the show for the most part. Um, the tag match, I was kind of, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the women's tag match. I was a little uh, rolling my eyes about it because over on SmackDown, Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart beat <laughs> Natty and Tamina like two or three times. And oh, they never got oh, a title yeah, shot. Okay, okay, yeah, all right. Forgot I didn't, about that. Yeah, like, so where was their title shot? They literally beat them a couple of times. And Nikki and... Uh, uh Rhea just stroll on in on Monday sure we'll beat you and they won in like three minutes I thought that was lame but no listen uh Roman the bloodline that that was great um Biggie starting the show off with a, a celebratory promo shouting out uh Brody Lee uh rest in peace you know that was a, a really special moment I thought and um, yeah, yeah, when, when they set it up to have the triple threat main event since Lashley interfered in the opening match, I was like, holy shit, let's go, let's go, baby, let's go. And uh, to, to steal Big E's line from the podcast that everybody loves from the New Day podcast, that was big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Kevin, they they, Kevin, all, they all were so great, man. Kevin, you got something? I got nothing. Okay. I'm just, I'm just um, you guys. There were people upset that the bloodline in New Day was on free TV. Like, really? Why would you be pissed off that that was on free TV? And then also pissed off that uh, that, that main event was on free TV. What the hell is wrong with you? Why would you complain about that? Raw has not a sense, not their back against the wall, but this is would, what yes, they do. No, they don't. AEW is never going to beat Not WWE. AEW, Monday night football. Yeah. The, oh, the, we're they down always, the they field. Have to go. <laughs> That's where Joe oh, 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 gosh. Uh, Peyton and his little brother talk. Yeah. No, nobody cares about money. Hey, that was entertaining. Anymore. I'm not going to. Uh, nobody I'm, cares I'm about money. The best part about Monday Night Football Pat was Pat McAfee being on that broadcast. That was the only good thing about Monday Night Football. You guys are both Lions fans. The Lions were the Lions, even though they were up at halftime. And no, this isn't about back against the wall with Monday Night Football. I feel like maybe they are seeing AEW in a different light because of the free agent signings. But now, Raw has been awesome for the last couple of weeks. 
And maybe it's coincidental. I don't know. But um, can we all agree main roster Rhea Ripley has been a bust? Agreed. It's, it's yeah. not where it was at NXT. No. It was because she's very a- brutal. Of her brutality, <laughs> he's different. Obviously, Charlotte, that, <coughs> Charlotte's fault. <coughs> Charlotte's the queen; she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, but, that's the problem. She does whatever she wants. Yeah, that's right. Because she's the yeah. queen; she deserves to be doing whatever Char- she wants. We're just going to call her Charlotte because they're going to change her last name anyway. Uh, yeah, I was going to. Yeah, you stole my line. And then Charlotte um, Riley. Charlotte then, Riley. Uh, yeah. It's, well. <laughs> <laughs> Durham. <laughs> Durham. They'll make her a, a cowgirl and she'll be Charlotte Raleigh Durham. No, it'll be uh, Charlotte Spartacus. She's going to be getting her hair cut and wearing a helmet like uh, Rick had to do in WCW, and that's why he quit. So they're going to make her oh, the Spartacus. Like 300. Nice. Wow. Yep. Um, and then uh, the promo, Spartacus. the Connors Cure promo on Raw. Brian, did you watch it? I did. Um, it was it, bad. And it was. I, I didn't watch bad. it back, but it was bad. Was she getting like legitimately choked up? It kind of seemed like it, but it also kind of seemed like there was one point where like Nikki she she Federal, like Nikki Federer line, you know, yeah. like so. I'm like, are you just nervous because you're not remembering what to be saying, or are you legitimately being emotional talking about children with cancer? I'm not going to dig into it. I don't care that it, much about it, but um, it, it, it went sideways. It was weird. And I like the Nikki A.S.H. character. I know I'm in the minority, but I like it. I like it better than Rhea Ripley. Um, Brian, I sent you a message about Cheap Heat. They got into this this week. Uh, Peter Rosenberg, Stat Guy Greg, who I normally never agree with Stat Guy Greg. But I agree 1,000% on this one that Nikki A.S.H. is better than Rhea Ripley right now on the main roster. I I will say on the plus side for for the women on Monday Night Raw, and Joe, you'll take some interest in this, we might be getting some badass Shayna Baszler. She took out Nia. She took her out really good, like destroying her arm. Maybe we're finally getting the Shayna Baszler from NXT that we've been wanting to see for quite some time. So hopefully I, to, I got some potential there for that. She needs to bite people's necks as her. Yeah, I don't know. Let's let's leave the memory. As she's making them tap. Is it too little, too late? Well, it's like no. coming up in Halloween. Know. I don't know. Good question. I'm not not being negative. I'm like, is it too little, too late? Because it's been two years. No. no I, don't yeah, I think it, I hope not. It, I don't know. If it's this violence personified where she gets people to tap out and then bites part of their body off, I'm all in. I think it'd be a great, great way to go. But we're going to move on from... faces the queen. Well, yeah, she can't, she can't do that. No, absolutely not. Uh, so we're going to touch on NXT. Last week, I sang the praises. I loved every bit of it. Week 2, NXT Week 2.0, I'm all in. I love every part of NXT. The only problem I had this week, which is the same problem I had last week, they had a promo segment that kind of went sideways. Last week, it was Carmelo Hayes and his sidekick. This week, it was Mandy Rose and her two sidekicks. These promos got to be short. They're letting these people, I guess, a sink or swim kind of moment. But those are the only two things I have seen wrong with NXT 2.0 in the last two weeks. Brian, I know you caught the main event. Uh, I did. 
I did the Braun Breaker show, fellas. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I hate I hate to put it on him as far as like past because he, he already has the family tie-in, right? So we don't need to go. But in my head, I'm like Goldberg, Ryback, like no. guys who are like monsters. No, no. come on. on. on a, I mean, in a different positive show. way, different, completely different show. I mean that in a positive way of like new strong guy who's being really dominant i, I mean it like I, I don't necessarily want it to be the end result um and i think he's already shown like more matt I, I saw him do like some role in the ring and i was like whoa okay like this guy seemed like he has a lot of tools great great second uh debut if you will second time appearance for him um so yeah curious to see where that goes one um, report came out this week, too, uh, and I missed this, and Jay, maybe you can vouch for it, uh, that NXT is getting the green light to be edgier uh, in language and story. Um, uh, and so they, they tease that next week will be the honeymoon of Indy and oh. Dexter. And do you mm. know the line that Wade Barrett said that speaks to that uh, rumor about the edgier content, Jay? Because if you don't, I will, I will say it. Please say it because it's I'm on a blank right now. Some on medication. The honeymoon will be shown next week, and Wade said, um, "Well, that should be good because <laughs> Dexter has been working on his oral skills because <laughs> <laughs> he spoke last week. Come on, fellas, get your hat out of the gutter. Uh, wow, well, Mama Mia. Uh, Braun Breaker sounds more like Scott Steiner than Rick Steiner. So are we sure? Are we sure Rick Steiner is the dad? Because he sounds way too much like Big Papa Pump than the but dog face like Rick. Rick. He does. Yeah, I know. I know. It looks I know. like Rick sounds like Scott. No, it looks my, like Rick, but body frame is more looking like Scott. Scott. <laughs> and then maybe my new favorite guy on NXT 2.0 is Andre Chase, the the, uh, oh. the teacher. Joe, you would think this would be your favorite guy because yeah, he's, you're gonna like this teacher. Show? It it seems it screams to me it's gonna be Thatcher. It's no, like no, no, it's, no, no, no. It's, like, it's, it's not the same. It's a no mix way. between uh, Thatcher and Matt Stryker. It's I'm gonna have to see where it goes, but I did enjoy NXT. We have to call it NXT 2.0 because they said it 75,000 times. Yeah, I know. I know. So we have to say 2.0 every single time. And uh, what was it? What were they called? Lethal seduction? Because they tried that, to say that, that eighteen million. Well, times. because of that toxic, that, toxic feels like that no, was it. No, that toxic. No, that they they're called some toxic something else. But was, the lethal thing is some talk show from some girl next week. They kept oh, okay. teasing that. Okay, either way, uh, it was, I apologize. Uh, I, yeah, I liked I liked NXT two I thought they had a good second week. It was a little strange to see. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa in the ring with all the new guys. It, it gave me a feel of Russo and Bischoff with the new blood behind them. Yeah. That, like, you know, we're redoing everything and this is our future. But I felt like it needed to happen because we had to see who we should really care about because we haven't heard anything about these uh, guys or girls at all. So only thing I'm going to be bummed about is it seems like Hit Row is taking a back seat. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's true. They're letting uh, the the Electra girl from from the Gato Phantasma, uh, you know, get a little more love over over the the girl from Hit Row. But uh, the Andre Chase segment, the, he was teaching class, and uh, 
He had no classroom management skills whatsoever. <laughs> Get the fuck out, Steve. Get the fuck out, Steve, was the funniest. You lose your cool. I, I watched it 10 times. I just rewound it over and over. Get the fuck out, Steve, was the best thing ever. And uh, the, the new guy. What a maneuver, that and that. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the new guys. I don't understand why they have Joe Gacy dressing like a high school shop teacher. Button down, short sleeve shirt, tucked into the khaki with the belt. He fought Cam- Cameron Grimes this week. You know, Gacy was what the, what his character is supposed to be. Unless I missed out, unless I'm just... uh, his character is supposed to be a, a dig at the uh, extreme woke culture, and it's already everybody... canceled. Yeah, his, his, everybody... his character's gone now. Wow, I didn't know that. Because I read earlier uh, that it's getting mainstream coverage on like uh, Fox News and like MSNBC and uh, hmm. like bad, really? bad comparisons. Yeah, why, why would they yeah, want they were saying, that? They were saying it's <laughs> a safe great. space and like they were doing all those uh, like extreme woke uh, scenes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why his character got beat up so quickly and they and Wade <clears throat> Barrett was uh, ripping him apart. So it's like, huh. I, I think that's where they were going with it. And like Kevin said, I think it's not going to last because people are already complaining. And that was the point. Yeah. 411, uh, not 411mania.com. 411mania.com. Uh, read that uh, earlier from there. Funny that the teacher gets the name of the website wrong. Um, all right. So, uh, like I said, NXT 2.0, I am. I am literally all in with this. Absolutely loved it. We're going to uh, go back to last Friday, though. Uh, Rampage. The promo segment between Ruby and Britt Baker. Um, you know, Friday night after 10 o'clock, you know, you can kind of get away with a little more stuff on TV. AEW lets the wrestlers be the wrestlers and no scripted promos. And uh, they were hitting some hard lines. You know, Ruby said Britt's just like every other girl, a lot of makeup and banging a guy in the back. Uh, Britt came back with you call yourself the runaway, but you didn't run away from anywhere. You got fired. Um, oh, yeah, such a great promo segment. Um, uh, Kevin, did you buy that Britt Baker shirt yet? I did not. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna make one. <laughs> <laughs> Kevinamaneuver.net. <laughs> my, my wife's a dental hygienist. No I'm just gonna get a lot of uh, 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 toothbrushes and maybe a sharpie coming soon on the wrestling <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Please, uh, when you I'm do not, it, and I'm I'm not on meds. I'm just crazy tonight. When you make this T-shirt, please film it, and uh, we'll we'll make it a TWP YouTube extra of you creating your own Brit Baker T-shirt. While I was in Pittsburgh last week, I forgot to tell you uh, a buddy of mine brought me a present. He brought me the the Britt Baker oh, tie. Nice. Yeah, the, the debut rampage. Yeah, Doc um, talked cool. about him before, and he, uh, he brought me. So for all the cities now, apparently they're doing like the home team's color in an AEW shirt. So he got me an AEW shirt that's this color, and it's just the AEW logo, which is kind of oh, cool. Like normally it's just black, cool. but that one's yellow, and then Cincinnati was red, and you know they they, they sell the gray one. So. Yeah, it was very cool. Thanks, Doc, if you're watching. Um, Odds are you probably are not. But um, more AEW stuff. Time to put the gloves on, Brian. (sighs) 
AEW has partnered with the Owen Hart Foundation. Yeah, buddy. And in what this means is that in the future, Owen Hart will be in AEW video games. There will be AEW Owen Hart shirts. There will be AEW Owen Hart action figures. And there is a tournament where the winner will receive the Owen Hart Cup. Brian, why do you think this is a good idea? Fans have really taken to the legacy of Owen Hart since his tragic passing. And understandably so, uh, Owen's widow has not wanted to do anything with WWE. Uh, She blames them for his death. That's certainly logical. And if, uh, you know, you want to put, put the shoe on the other foot, you know, if, if talk about us, if, if your wife was killed at her occupation by the hands of those people that, that, that she worked for, would you be cool with that same organization honoring and celebrating and profiting from your wife's passing? Yeah, probably it'd not. Weird. It'd be weird for me. What's that? <laughs> It'd be weird for me. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. I work with my wife. So that's kind of strange. Yeah. Joe's going to jail if it happens. <laughs> you, you get my point. Um, no, I get so, it. so yeah, while, while I, I, I understand on the surface of the, well, he wasn't an AEW wrestler. I thought about this some more and you guys know whose jerseys retired in the Miami heat arena, a weird one. Yeah. Marley. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. He had nothing to do with Miami Heat except knocking him out of the playoffs, but they honored him because of his contributions to the game of basketball. Major League Baseball has retired Jackie Robinson's jersey 42. Every team, no team can use number 42. Did he play for the Phillies? Did he play for the Texas Rangers? No. They honored him for his contributions. If Martha Hart, is it it Martha? Excuse me. If Martha Hart feels that this company can uh, honor the legacy of her late husband. I'm cool with it. I, I understand that there is not a direct connection because it's literally impossible. <laughs> There's a two-year connection, two-year old company. Um, but I'm cool with it. Absolutely. One, Owen Hart was not the greatest wrestler in the history of our great sport. Two, Owen Hart was not the first white wrestler in the history of our great sport. Owen three, Owen Hart was not an AEW superstar because AEW did not exist when Owen Hart was alive. What this is, it's two things. Martha Hart, given WWE the double birds. And two, I feel like this is Tony Khan playing fantasy booker. Like, you know, he's the he, he's signing all, all his favorites, all the superstars. Yes, Owen Hart was one of his favorites. While I understand the connection with the foundation and bringing Owen Hart's name and stuff to the, to the masses, the video games, the T-shirts, the action figures, where does that money go? Does it go to AEW? Does it go to the Owen Hart Foundation? Does it go to Martha Hart? Right. That's important um, to ask. Absolutely. I don't think this is necessary. We obviously aren't going to get anything WWE Owen Hart related, but what's AEW going to do? 
like show a picture of him. Like there's no footage they can use. Like it's, I mean, in theory, yeah, Brian, you said, well, the hall of fame honor people that didn't work for WWE. I get that, but this is different than the hall of fame. Owen Hart will go into the WWE hall of fame. It doesn't matter if Martha says no or not. Her family still works there. So somebody from WWE will induct Owen Hart into the WWE Hall of Fame, whether it's Natty, David Hart Smith, who signed, showed up for a backstage promo and hasn't been seen since. Like, somebody will. I just think this is weird. I don't think that it makes a lot of sense. And uh, honestly, I hope it succeeds, but I really want to know where the money goes that they profit from the Owen Hart likeness t-shirt and uh, whatever the hell else. The foundation, you know, was certainly mentioned in the press release announcing this partnership. So we know what the foundation does. Like what's it for? Uh, It it is scholarships. I'd have to look into it some more, but yeah, I remember scholarships being one of the words and it explained it in the press release. Um, Yeah. No, you got, you got some good points, but. I guess at the end of the day, I'm still going to go, this is the widow. This is what she wants yeah. to do. And you kind of have to go. Oh, it's the, it's a huge F you. That's it's the double birds to WWE, man. Absolutely. That's all the, that's what this is. That's what yeah. this mm-hmm. is. Um, all right. Another WWE AEW connection happened this week. And Brian, I'm going to leave all this story up to you because, uh, Honestly, I didn't have time to read everything that came out this week about Brian Danielson and uh, his letter to the WWE. So take it away. Yeah. And I won't get into the letter as much as like word for word, um, but he did do a, a write up in the Players Tribune. You guys can, can look on, on my Twitter. I've ret- retweeted the link or you can just pull it up on Google, I'm sure. Um, but basically, it's a thank you note. So thank you note to the WWE and I won't get into what he said, but I, I found an interview that he did after the fact asking him why he did this. And, and this I thought was important. And he says, um, I just felt like I needed to say thank you to WWE publicly because not only the people within WWE, but the WWE fan base, some of them may have felt a little betrayed, he said. And I love this quote. He's, he's absolutely right. If, if you're online on Twitter, wrestling Twitter, and he puts, quote, there is a level of tribalism in wrestling. And I wanted to transcend that because I had many incredible moments and I wasn't able to say goodbye to a lot of people that I love behind the scenes. Good people you form great relationships with from spending so much time with them, like the catering people who specifically made vegan meals for me for years and years. And the hard thing was my loyalty to Vince McMahon. I love him and he's done so much for me and my family. And that was the hard thing. Uh, I thought that was so classy for him to do. You know, he has the circumstances, you know, you, you can't compare what his situation is with his contract compared to CM Punk or anybody else. Everybody's experience is different. But to hear somebody speak glowingly about where he was I thought was so refreshing. So check out the Players Tribune. You can get read the whole thing. He uh, he has <laughs> a line that I, I will say. Yeah, he has a line that you kind of 
uh, you know, turn your head and you can laugh at, but he has a line that goes like to Vince McMahon. I wish others can see you like I see you, <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's a million jokes that could come out of that. of like, well, God damn it, pal. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want them to see me. Um, well, he called him the big man. He never said Vince McMahon. Yes. Yes. Vince you're doesn't right. Like to be mentioned. Vince doesn't like to be acknowledged. Yes. So yeah, but he did that. So that was really cool. It's well worth your time to read that. And the other thing, and, and we kind of either mentioned it during a previous show or just casually amongst us is the yes chance and what's going on with that and he acknowledged and we picked up on this we're like he's not leading it the crowd is doing it but he's not doing the chant he's not doing his arms up and he said in an interview that wwe when he shared with them that they he was signing with aew asked them in his words to not use their intellectual property and he's going to respect that. Uh, he followed up with like, I don't know. I, I stole it from Diego Sanchez in the UFC, but hey, uh, whatever. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Yeah. Basically, he was like, I don't know what sort of legal recourse you can do for putting your hands in the air. But he's going to respect their wishes. And just and like they I respected am- him. Because they tried to give it to the big show. They tried to give it to Alberto Del Rio. They tried to give it to Stephanie McMahon. Oh, my God. Let's let's be honest. They really respected him with the yes, Jan, at the beginning. Maybe they do own it. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's just, again, that just shows what, uh, you know, a good guy Brian is. He could honestly just say, F you. I'm going to do what I want. But I'm not surprised to hear him say that because he's a guy that, he said about his reasons for going to AEW is for the new challenges and the what ifs and stuff. So I, I can see that he's not trying to rely on the past so much as much as he wants to just challenge himself and move forward. So, um, so yeah, we'll see if that changes at all on upcoming AEW programming, but for now, and, and you saw it on a grand slam, he's not doing it. And he's just letting the crowd do it and going from there. I'll say uh, he probably sounds like the coolest Brian in the world. Well, I, wait oh, oh i'm buying i'll buy that yeah. you are you are shooting on tommy dreamer and brian tonight jeez <laughs> jesus christ man uh so brian brought up grand slam and i don't know if you heard there was a dream match on aew dynamite grand slam last night it was daniel bryanson against kenny omega uh, it was a dream match JR said it six times in the first minute of Dynamite. <laughs> Counted and drank each time. Uh, not on Mets. Mets came today. So um, it was awesome. Yeah. Everything about the match was awesome. Now, pr- to me, it was predictable. Because I felt if they would have gave Daniel Bryanson the title, that would have been a huge mistake. Huge mistake. But uh, I'm glad it wasn't a run-in. And I'm glad... Danielson didn't win the title. Uh, the uh, I think the it, was non-title it was non-title too. It was non-title. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 But he still won. Let's just, just have a match. Yeah. Oh, match. I thought it was for the. I, I could have sworn it was for the title. Okay. No. Well, now I guess maybe this, maybe with his performance at AEW Grand Slam, this entitles him to a, a, a title match. Uh, fuck the ratings and the in the records. That shit doesn't matter anymore, right? That's how it works. Well, he's 0-0 and one, so that means. <laughs> 
<laughs> Number one contender. It ah, means okay. Di- Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson versus Joey Janela next week. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, Jason, did you notice during that amazing match uh, when JR was trying to run down the rest of the card? Mal- is it Malachi? It's Malachi. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He caught I think himself. Malachi. He caught I think him. He I'm, like, I think- I'm like, dummy, you said it was his name. You said his name. He's going to face Malachi. Is it Malachi? Black, yeah, right? Malachi. Fuck. Poor JR. Of course, I enjoying the match, and then he starts doing that. And I'm like, Jason's going nuts right now. That's what makes this even better. <laughs> and maybe we should, like, just pull up. Maybe we should just record us all watching. <laughs> well, I'm the one that freaks out the most, so maybe I should just run live on the YouTube. Who knows? Um, uh, Kevin, what are you going to say about CM Punk? I was going to say, he said, he said it, what everyone was thinking when he came out and he was like, I'm glad I don't have to wrestle till rampage because it would be hard to wrestle after that. He hasn't wrestled on TV in seven years because they I heard that. that I, I, I was too. surprised. I, I was surprised. Actually my TV, uh, I, I have one of those uh, uh, plasma TVs. It's actually embedded in my lower left-hand corner. I see a punk hasn't wrestled on TV in seven years because it was up there so much. Uh, no, the the crowd, holy crap, they were hot. They were ready at the beginning yep. of the match where they just stared at each other, didn't say anything, and the, you we, we couldn't hear what they were saying, and they were just talking. And it's like one of those goosebump moments, you know. They were feeling it. The crowd was hot. Like just to start off, just you know, some holds. Kenny hits the slap, opposite side of the ring. Uh, uh, Brian hits hits the kick and it's just man, oh his chest was like so it looked like Seamus's chest after a while. Dan- oh, it was, it was it was Danielson's chest was it was it looked like Greatest Royal Rumble chest. That yeah, yes. yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, Joe. Yep, it was it was awesome. I mean, thirty minutes fast. That was only the, one the, picture in picture that yeah. I was happy about. You know, I was watching. Uh, I paid attention to when it started because when I saw when I heard about the time limit, I'm like, oh, okay. Because normally, and it makes sense now, because normally title matches are 60 minutes uh, at AEW. But when they said 30 minutes, I, I watched. I started watching the clock, and that match started around 8:04 mm-hmm. Eastern time. So around 33 or 32, I was like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to announce the time. And then it hit one minute. So at least they were, you know. They, they were on it for that, uh, unlike the records and the ratings and all that stuff. Yeah. And how crazy is it that Daniel Bryanson is the only wrestler that will ever headline WrestleMania and curtains your dynamite in the same year? <laughs> yeah. So Somebody else had a line that was very good like that, Jay, of, uh, you know, the last time he wrestled, there was no fans. And tonight there was 20,000 shows, <laughs> shows what AEW can draw, you know, like, <laughs> related. Um, uh Real, real quick, what I liked about oh, oh, I wanted to bring this up. What did you guys think about it going first? Loved it. Compared, compared to obviously being the main event. Yeah. Knowing, knowing how the main event went, I'd have flip flopped it. Okay. And that's that's kind of how I felt after the fact, but in the moment of it being first, it was like, oh, here we go. Like that, that felt really good. But yeah, I, I got I had the same feeling with all outside where 
I couldn't believe that Punk and Darby weren't headlining because this is Chicago. It's going to be the hottest crowd ever. And then you had Christian and Omega, which was a good match, but I knew the crowd wasn't going to feel it. But they come out with Adam Cole. They come mm. out with Brian. And I was like, okay, yes, that's how you end the show. And the way the show ended with just uh, Britt winning by a uh, title, a title match, though. Yes, it was a title match. So yeah. that's that's why I think. It was okay, flipped. yeah, I can see that. And, yeah, and I that guess was a, I expected something more. And that's another that match. Another match. People were complaining about it being on free TV. Like, what is wrong with you? Well, I don't know. Why would you that. complain about these outstanding matches being free on TV? Yeah. So I, I don't know that. Uh, uh, real quick, and too, just about that match. Sorry, you guys. I'm no, no, don't hogging the time here. Just tell um, me to shut up. So tonight or one of these nights real soon, Jay, I know is like the UFC Hall of Fame induction and um, they're inducting the fight of uh, Jones versus uh, Gustafson, you know, however arbitrary that is. But that's what that match felt like to me. And maybe you guys picked up on this, too. There was never a time in that 30 minutes where like somebody had like five minutes of dominating action. It was just back and forth. Like somebody would yeah. get a little advantage and within like two minutes, the other guy would have the advantage. And that's what I liked about it. It was just quick, really quick. And nobody had that like prolonged advantage of just like dominating, like, Oh, you know, Kenny's got to get back into this. Like he would get back into it. Like after a minute of Daniel Bryan offense, I thought that was spectacular. That was, that was such a, a really good watch for me. Joe, are you still here? We haven't heard yeah, from you in a while. Well, Any well, thoughts like on week, uh, like weekend at Bernie's? Weekend at Joey's. The Brian Danielson show or Brian sorry, Christie sorry. show. Uh, no, it's <laughs> fine. It's, uh, <laughs> No, I mean, what, what do I have to say? It's, uh, it was a great match. I really don't see anything topping it this year, but it's it's only September, so you never know. I mean, Braun Breaker kicking ass every week. So. What was that? <laughs> Braun Breaker is kicking ass every Tuesday. So, no, I mean, yeah, it's, you got it's that. not over it's, yet. Uh, I just, it, if, if, if there was only one complaint about AEW this week. Shocker. Dude, no, if there's only one complaint. It's, dude, CM Punk, the sour grapes, you got to let it go. You can't say, it's finally good to have wrestling back in New York that WWE it was just was there the garden week last ago. week. Yeah. yeah. It's like, stop with, stop, stop. It's over. You're there. You're saying you're happy. They <laughs> don't care you're there. Move on. It's like the bitter, bad breakup that only one person cares about and the other one's happily married for seven years. And it's like, oh, I dated her. If that's, uh, what, that's what it is. I, I like it. Are we still oh, – oh, oh, is the oversaturation of CM Punk still uh, a thing for you guys? Because it is for me. I, I, I liked him d- during uh, Grand Slam. Just to the fact where he's like, I'm happy. Don't push me because you're going to get the, 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 the bad guy. And, and it, That's what I want. That, and, and he, push. Those push. are the type of things. No, that, and, and I feel like he's going to get pushed to a little bit closer, you know, because it's not going to be a clean match uh, on on uh, fr- uh, tonight, right? The fifteen year old's going to interfere. The, the fifteen year old with the stupid <clears throat> name is going to interfere. It's going to be. It'll be something. CM Punk will maybe get thrown through a table. It's funny how he did mention that from. Uh, yeah, the, the, the you they know, tried uh, to. They yeah. tried to, but I. 
it's a lot of talking, yes, but every time he's still on the screen, I'm still glued to it. I don't it's need just the point where I've gotten annoyed. I don't need it's the first time CM Punk did this. It's the first time CM Punk did this. It's the first time he's I don't need that shit anymore. Get through Friday, get through tonight, get through the match, and that shit is now he's just a part of the roster. He doesn't need this, to be doing be commentary. Yep. He doesn't need to be doing interview segments every time. Like, how about a week when he's not on TV? Isn't that you know? weird? Isn't that weird? Like dark or evolution. Oh like, god, put him on that. Like, get I, some eyes on that show. See, well, Brock, Brock on WWE, not on there enough. Not right, right. Enough. And that's now we get CM Punk so many times. Be fucking grateful. Right. I, I'm totally with you. I, I'm seeing so sour. I'm seeing all sides of that. I took it right on my head where I was like, we complain about Brock not being there. And now we're complaining about Punk being there too much. Where's the happy medium? Can you be on every other week? Like, is that where the sweet spot is for us? I don't know. Kevin, Uh, Brock Lesnar never blocked me on Twitter. I keep it's wanting funny. Brian to do a spit take every time you take a drink. I'm like, I'm like waiting, and I'm waiting. Like, I can't spit out this delicious pumpkin. I'm sorry. Uh, I know. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm kidding about that. I, it's just too much. It's too much overkill of CM Punk. Uh, like I said, after the the Hobbs match, let's just make him a regular part of the, the roster, not the greatest thing that ever lived. That that type of stuff. That's. You know, that's what just me. We, what did we think of uh, MJF and Pillman? About as what I had his first chance. Yeah, I, I, I think Is I went to the ready? bathroom during that match. What I expected. So, do you think he's ready? For what? Pillman Jr.? Yeah. I think he's to ready to be spot. lower mid card. Yeah, he's, he's where he is, I think. Yeah, he, what I took some interest in, though, I would say this is the first instance of an AEW crowd not following the story and i'm talking oh, about cody, cody and malachi black i'm just sorry malachi right yeah so yeah cody, malachi. Cody, Co- Co- <laughs> cody's back he brings brandy out with them she got to get her camera time Right. Right. You got to get her hog that camera time. Roads to the no, top is coming nobody wants next to see. week, I believe. So, nobody yeah, wants to see not to be confused with Roads on top. The only <laughs> Which is, that's the I sex see, tape. Yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> well, they made their kid. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that that was really interesting to me. And I, I don't know if it's as much we're sick of Cody as it is we love Malachi Black and what he's doing. We'll see how this next couple of weeks go. But the the impression that I got was, you know, let's root for Cody. He, he's back and Brandy's Ooh. back. And the crowd was not having it. So that was New the York. first instance I can remember of an AEW crowd saying, uh-uh, we're, we, we know what we want right now. And it's not what you're trying to sell us. For a moment, I thought Arn Anderson was just an old guy. But apparently that was supposed to happen when he yeah. fell off the apron, got back up and then. Yeah. Uh, I thought yes. that too, though. Yeah, but yeah, Brandy getting in the ring, giving the double bird. Like, you're up. He he should like kick. He should have kicked her head off. That's what he should have done. Liberty would not have a like, mommy. <laughs> like a tennis. Like they were in a tennis thing, right? So the ropes yeah. would have been the net. He could have kicked her head, and it would have went into the crowd, and they could have threw. They could have volleyed, 
Ooh, Brandy's head. Talk about double fault, huh? My Brandy uh-huh. comment, she did look good. That is my Brandy comment. <laughs> she did three three months after her baby. Yeah, you know, we, we that that gives credence to Jay and I's old bet of when he wanted her at like the rumble, like a month after she had her baby with Seth. And I was like, Hey, you just had a baby. Like she ain't going to be wrestling. What are you thinking about right now? But there, there's Brandy three months later being Superwoman. So cheers to her. Uh, then we had FTR against Sting and Darby. Sting did a lot more than I thought he was going to do. Um, I liked FTR's NWO theme tights. I didn't like how they walked out of the, the tunnel backwards. So you could see the words living legend on their jacket. I thought that was weird. Uh, but uh, thoughts on Sting, Joe? He did way more than I thought he would do. I swear you said that. I know. Well, I disagree <laughs> with you. I like the uh, Darby Sting makeup. Kind of like yeah, the, going cool. back to Joker Sting. Kind of gives them a tag team. And I think there's already... I mean, the seeds are planted for the breakup. Who's going to be the heel? Is it going to be Sting or is it going to be Darby? Here's hoping Darby turns on Sting before the end of the year. But yeah, I like the match and uh, FTR finally doing things good. They're not yeah. just part of the pinnacle. They can, they're kind of, I think that's done. And now, then they can go back and do that, their thing. I think what it needs to be is like, I always feel like a faction can be a faction without having to be around each other the whole time. You know, they could be what doing their doing, own things, yeah. but when they need to come together, you know, um, yeah, the, the, I think the pinnacle was a waste. They should have left it, you know, let them all be kick-ass single or tag team and go from there. The crowd and then, was into uh, it. The crowd was yeah. definitely into everything Sting did. It was like, dude, this guy's in his sixties and he's still like showtime. So yeah, yeah, yep. and then oh, um, thing. he's doing great. Then the main event, Britt Baker against Ruby Soho. Did we anybody think Britt was actually going to lose the title? No, I, I thought I thought there was a chance because of how the opening match was a draw. That I thought, okay. okay, let's go out on a high note again. I was like, I didn't expect it, but I did think there was a chance. Uh, any thoughts on the, the main event, Kevin? It was okay. I don't think Britt needs all that outside shenanigans. She's she's so good. Like she's the bad guy. I know, I know, but she, she needs you to buy her shirt. Being sneaky inside the ring. Like in, it would be be better if her if her entourage wasn't. Uh, is it? I always forget. Is it Rebel or Reba? <laughs> she forgets too. Bre- she Brit forgets too. Forgets, right? But like yeah. that's the like, I, You can't take her seriously as being like someone extremely tough and then was it crater hater hater Mm -hmm. well i'm a hater on hater because you're in the house like i don't know i i just think they take away from brit that's the thing brit's so she's the bad guy she's got to have her no but like uh gotta have her crew it was okay Uh, i I thought it was i thought it was a good match but it, it was a good match nothing like that's memorable maybe because that first match was so awesome everything else was Good. Agree. I I thought there would be a debut or some other announcement. Uh, I read online that maybe there was a uh, a uh, a secondary women's title going to yeah. be announced. Yep. Um, the big thing is next week they're in Rochester, New York, 
And that's where Brody Lee debuted because he's from there. And Wyndham Rotunda's non-compete is over. Oh, so a lot of people think that he may debut next week as the lead, the new leader of the Dark Order. Brody was supposed to debut there, but it was the start of the pandemic. So Brody debuted. Did it happen? Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. they did, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, supposed, he, to, it be was supposed to. It was supposed to be, but it was. The oh, it was the same night of, as Matt Hardy, Hardy right? did yeah. the teleportation. Uh, yeah, so, the arena. So I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to stay away from yeah. all Rampage Grand Slam spoilers. Um, I do know one thing that happened that is just stupid, um, but I haven't seen any match results or anything like that. So you know, we don't do spoilers here, but. We are doing something a little different. Instead of the five count this week, uh, October 2nd is next Saturday, and it is the two-year anniversary of AEW's first episode on TMT. So I thought it'd be fun to go back, talk about the matches, and, and see where the guys are now that debuted on that first show. Now, um, I am... I know I watched it live because at the time I wasn't for whatever reason, I wasn't able to my job. I wasn't getting home until like seven o'clock. And then that one particular day, like the wrestling gods like shine down. And I was able to get home and watch it live as it was happening. So the first match on dynamite was Cody against Sammy Guevara. Um, Cody was already the number one contender for Jericho's title. Uh, Jericho came out and made it and, and, and caused a distraction. Uh, then it ended up that Cody ended up winning anyway, but that started the, the, uh, the early seeds of the inner circle. Now we just talked about Cody people booing him last night, you know, Friday, Wednesday night, but Sammy obviously had a big run with the inner circle in the two years since surprisingly still together. Um, I don't know. I mean, do we think that Sammy has do, you, do, do we think Sammy's going to be a champion in AEW anytime soon? Brian? Well, I think uh, they've teased on Dynamite uh, Wednesday that he's going to go against Miro. So it could be as soon as this Wednesday. Um, I think he, I think he's on the right path, right? I think this this was the very first match of Dynamite, a brand new promotion, TNT, and a guy I'd never heard of or seen in my life. And, uh, and frankly, I think in like the, the lead up, they did the interview and promos with him and he'd come out. He remember, he used to like, wear like panda panda. Panda. he wore the panda hat. And I immediately was like, Oh, fuck you. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What, what is this? What I'm going to be getting with this new promotion? I got this guy with a panda on his head. Like, hey, like, what is this? So as, as we know, later on that night, you know, things started to, to come together with the inner circle. And I think yeah. his trajectory has been a very steady climb. He, he, you know, hasn't fallen off the, the, the face of AEW. He's somebody that the crowd really enjoys guys. We saw a great match. That was one of my favorite matches at revolution with him and pack. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Him and Darby. Excuse him me. Darby. Him and Darby. Um, yeah. So like it was right, right, right then and there. It was like, okay, this guy has something really special. So I think, you know, on the right path for sure. So Kevin, the next match was MJF against Brandon Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, 
the the highlight for this match was that MJF cut his own music. It told him, cut the music, cut the music, which then led the crowd into calling him an asshole, the asshole chant. Um, obviously, MJF, the future of this company, or yeah. maybe he ends up, you know, up in New York. I don't know. He'd just be like a watered-down Miz if he goes to New York, but that's besides the point. Thoughts on MJF two years later? I, I, I've been a big MJF guy. Everyone, <laughs> everyone can, everyone knows it. Uh, same with Brian with Sammy. I didn't know who MJF was. Like, I, we're gonna, we're gonna touch base on some, some wrestlers later on in, in this little, you know, go around. I didn't know who several guys were. Like, it's, it's. Sammy's so young, what early twenties, early to mid twenties, MJF early to mid twenties. And you're seeing them on here and you're like, wow, rival promotion, right? AEW. Like who are these, who are these young guys? Right. Cause you know, Jericho's the champ and, and all these young guys. And then it's like watching the matches. And then I, I, I love myself a heel and MJF is just the man. I need to go back and rewatch that as well. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's on YouTube rewatch. somewhere. Like, I, I, I need to go back and watch that Darby versus Sammy match that, that Brian mentioned that we were all at. There's just so many good, good things uh, uh, that AEW has put on that I have to like go back and rewatch. And then yeah. the next thing, Joe, um, Jay and Silent Bob cut a promo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving me that one. I appreciate yes, it. <laughs> uh, it. It led into an altercation with Angelico and Jack Evans. And then, um, private party came out and, and saved the day. I mean, well, it's interesting. And I don't know if you guys know this, they were supposed, they were to, supposed do, to be, on, they were supposed got, to be on SmackDown and WWE said, Bob reboot. And, and WWE said, no, nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, um, Jericho was in the movie. Yeah, exactly. So it made so. sense. Um, and Helico and Jack Evans, two years later, they're still awesome. Like go look, go find their Lucha underground stuff. If you haven't seen it, because it's pretty awesome. And then, of course, Private Party. I'm not like this whole Hardy family operation. Uh, let them just be white beat, white meat, baby face tag team. That's all they should be. They're so good. Uh, Brian, grow up. <laughs> grow up. <laughs> grow up. Your stupid pumpkin beer. Um, Jerk. So, th- so that, yeah, I- I'm waiting, man. I'm, I'm like, wanna... is the color on my TV wrong? What am I? What am I watching? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> you're such an asshole. Um, the next thing up was just a, a brawl backstage, Lucha Bros, and SCU, which SCU is not even a thing anymore. Uh, Lucha Bros are the tag champs. So two years later, I think they're doing okay. Um, Hangman leading up to. You know, he was going to be the future. He was going to be the champ. He was, man. Him and Pac had a, uh, a great match. Uh, Paige hit a uh, moonsault off the top rope outside. Um, Pac was able to distract Earl Hebner and then uh, hit Hangman with a groin shot. And then the greatest AEW Women's Championship match that nobody ever cared about, Riho against Nyla Rose for the inaugural championship. Um, I don't think either one of them have been on dynamite in at least five months. Um, 
do do anybody want to comment on Riho or, or Nyla Rose? Because I don't really have it. They were they were in the uh, Battle Royal, weren't they? It's not dynamite. Yeah, it's, it's all outside. Well, they made yeah. the pay per view. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I mean, that was that was a start. That's when we went like, oh, the women's division needs work. It's it's been getting better, you know, since Brits had the belt and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. But, and then yeah, the, it's funny to look about it two years ago. Like, okay, these these were the two that you you know the were the pillars, the yeah, the pillars of the AEW yeah. women's division. Like, women's oh, wrestling matters. No. I, I, I haven't I haven't gravitated to either of them. No, no, no. And then uh, the main event, uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against Chris Jericho and two surprise partners. Ended up being Santana and Ortiz, which then led to uh, the beginning of the inner circle. I did not like the name in the beginning. I thought the inner circle was a dumb name, but obviously two years later, you know, it, it's part of the vernacular. Uh, thoughts on the main event, if you remember it or, you know, where we are now. Uh, we'll start with Kevin. Hey, uh, uh, main event was good. Right. But I, I think the the uh, combination of all those guys creating the inner circle is what highlighted that night. Right. Because it, it yeah. that's stable. That stable is stable. That's that's the two that's years the, later. Like, yeah. You know, uh, MJF in MJF out like, oh, are they going to tease Jericho gets hurt? Is he going to be kicked out? MJF Nothing like it's it's proof that I'd say 90 percent of that entire first show is on the upper to the top of all of AEW. Like well, because it's the first show. I mean, it had yeah. to be. Yeah. Had to be. But I mean, like, even even SC, and you said SCU, it's more like SCU. Like, you know, uh, now, yeah. Azarian it was. just wrestled... Uh, uh, Christian Cage on Impact. Uh, no, uh, Adam Cole last week looked oh, great. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Azarian, uh, yep. Christopher Daniels. He's talent at, relations. But, He's backstage. And then uh, Scorpio Sky's looking great, mm-hmm. doing some good stuff. So it's like, Man of the year. Uh, so it's, it's, it's great. Uh, Joe, thoughts on the, the formation of the inner circle in episode one. I didn't think it would last two years. I thought it was just going to be until Jericho dropped the belt and then they move on. So I'm kind of glad that the stable is stable. As we said, was this the main event where Moxley came out and attacked a, uh, Omega and started brawling with them all be- around their arena, or was that a- the next week? I think that was like that was the next week or, or okay. shortly after. Because okay. that seemed to be more memorable to me was when Moxley just started throwing them all over the arena, but and setting up their. No, no, no. That was at the first double or nothing. That the one I no, was no, at. No, but this, this this was like a dynamite too. Like you threw them through a table. Well, no, that was a, they had table. a mat. They had a they had a, a false count anywhere match. Okay, that was right. like a week or two after. That was a week, a okay. week or I two. I knew after. it was like I was I knew it was towards the beginning, but um, yeah, it's funny. It's like you were saying that the stabilization of inner circle, but look at who the main event was: Omega and the Young Bucks. They're still together too, and the tables turned. Episode one, they were faces. Now they're the super heels. I refuse to call them super click, and. You just did. I'm one and only. One and only. You're not going to hear me say that again for seven years. Okay. But anyway, I thought it. I thought it was a good main event. I thought it was a good episode. It made it got kept my interest. I ended up watching it the next week and then the next week and then the next week, and it turned into more of a, I was watching AEW more than and DVRing NXT, which is 
was painful for me, but it seemed like AEW was building more momentum than NXT television. NXT television was just building towards takeovers. And that's as silly as you guys thinking it was an actual war. It Nerds. Was. Uh, it was not a Cage war. said it. We we're going to lose another Wednesday night war to Adam Cole. Nah, Khan said it too. Yeah, nah, not a war, not a war. Uh, Brian, thoughts two years later on the inner circle. Yeah, and the um, main event. Yeah, not not even so. But I mean, yeah, I'm with Joe. Like, yeah, wouldn't have not have seen this last that long. It seemed kind of a hodgepodge of like you got Jericho, you've got these um, you know Puerto Rican super superstars in uh, Santana or Ortiz. You got Jake Hager, formerly Jack Swagger, and and this new guy Sammy Guevara is like what? this is like kind of all over the With board. The I'm, on his head. I'm not saying you know, you like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I hate well, it. Jericho told him to dump the panda, so that's why. That was smart. Yeah, and and but yeah, you would compare that to like undisputed era, which is like four guys that seem like similar backgrounds, similar styles. Like there's seem a little more of a mesh. Um, all under six feet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, absolutely. So it's like, okay, they, there's more threads there. Um, so yeah, they're still doing their thing. Um, the other thing though, that I took away from that is literally every single person is still on the roster. Um, and I, yeah. I didn't get the time to think about this, but I was like, I want to go back to a Monday night raw from two years ago at this time. <laughs> you know, do that for I, next week. You can do I, that. For okay. Next we'll week do that. Extra, yeah. To extra see, credit, Brian, to see the main event of, uh, of, uh, Braun Strowman versus um, you know, Bray Wyatt or something like that. Right. So, yeah. um, I was like, wow, they've, they've, you know, obviously they've only added onto the roster and there's going to be, you know, plenty to, um, decipher from how that'll be six months from now with all these, men and women and really only adding one more hour of actual live television wrestling um with with rampage um so you know that'll be a story to watch i think um i saw an interview just this week about it of i think i think it was daniel uh, excuse me brian danielson talking about it with being on the AEW roster that like you know this this will come back around that eventually some aew guys when their contracts are up are going to go i was misused and i have a better opportunity and so maybe that happens in the next year maybe it's farther down the road who knows and maybe it doesn't happen do you guys have any idea any thoughts on that 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 statement what aew talent's going to jump back over to wwe any ideas any thoughts because i have one who brian cage yes yeah that's that's a great first one I know um, I say just that. because you mentioned something like that in the past, Jay. That's yeah. The only yeah. I like that. I mean, you triggered it in my head too. When you mentioned about private party and what they're doing it is kind of like a, yeah, what are you doing right now? Like you, you had this clear direction early on of who your characters were. And now it's kind of muddled with Matt Hardy. I feel like Joe, you got one. Lance Archer. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. I considered. But he's got his know. new Japan tie-ins too, so there's yeah, something so I don't, there too. I don't know. It's either him or Wardlow. Yeah, Wardlow. I think would be the, Wardlow a, would be the, the same. Wardlow would be the same as Brian Cage, but Wardlow would go to NXT. Cage, I think, would go to the main roster. I think he'd go to SmackDown. So, um, all right. So uh, as we said earlier, no five count tonight. We just wanted to recap the first. Uh, AEW Dynamite that is uh, October 2nd, which I know is a week away, but 
That's because next week's five count is the day of the beginning of the WWE draft. So next week's five count will be our top five moves we want to see in the draft. And what's cool about it, our, the podcast will come out Friday morning. First night of the draft is Friday night. <laughs> Second night of the draft is Monday night. And then we're back the following Friday to recap what happened and what uh, we wanted to happen. And we'll see who, if anybody uh, was correct, but we're going to take a quick break. Check this out. The following announcement has been paid for by that wrestling podcast. Just when you think you have all the pro wrestling merchandise you need, you wrong. That wrestling podcast merch is perfect for everyone. And the tanks make you look extra buff. Get your That Wrestling Podcast merchandise at whatamaneuver.net and search That Wrestling Podcast. The preceding announcement has been paid for by That Wrestling Podcast. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. Come on. Who's the, who's the man? Uh, you, you are buff. Uh, what and, a you're maneuver dot- this, and you're not the stuff. Whatamaneuver.net. Search That Wrestling Podcast. You can pick up uh, our shirts. You get them as hoodies, long sleeves. Uh, the aforementioned tank tops to make you buff. Uh, now, much like the uh, ad we played two weeks ago, we shot this at Brian's house uh, during All Outside. Brian, um, how did you come up with this uh, brainchild for this, the concept? Yeah, so there, there's more in the can. So oh, there is, yeah, a couple more. got to stay tuned because there, there's some more coming, but – um, what I tried to do was kind of do a, a theme of each one that would fit each of our kind of personalities on the show. And so, uh, Kevin is a big tank top guy. And since we have those available, only seems huh. right to make him show off what he loves <laughs> and enjoys. Uh, <laughs> and, That's uh, the article of clothing for just the same amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, if you are listening and want to see the commercial, uh, go to at that wrestle pod on social media and you can see the uh, videos there. Uh, you can follow uh, on or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have a sixth subscriber now. Last week it was the four of us and my wife. We've got a six that I have no idea who the person is, and his name is escaping me now. But thank you for subscribing. Alan. Is it fucking Allen? Is fucking <laughs> Allen number six? Is he our sixth Pac? Come on. <laughs> um, the NFL picks video. We uh, talked about Damn. last week debuted. Yeah. Brian oh, and Kevin, let's get a week two yeah. update. Where do things stand? Uh, Harper has g- <laughs> another week, another game gained by Harper. Deja vu. That's, that's like last year where Harper got off to this early lead and she's opened up a two game lead. The, the one game that they had different was last Monday night, the um, cheat, or I'm sorry, last Sunday night, it was the chiefs at the Ravens. Um, Harper seems to be really interested in picking the home teams. I don't know. We'll see if that's a pattern um, because it's the last team that I mentioned of the two, right? That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm guessing. But 
it worked for her. And I didn't see it coming. Even my, my own dad on Facebook goes, oh, Brett's going to get a game on uh, Harper this week, I think. Because, yeah, like everybody else, we thought the Chiefs would win. Ravens pulled it out somehow. I went to bed. I didn't even watch the end of it. And I woke up and went, holy crap, Harper wins again. So Harper's up two. We're, yeah. we're on to our week three picks. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, uh, that's fun. You can check those videos out as well on our YouTube channel. Uh, search that wrestling podcast and subscribe and like and all those other things because it does help the algorithm at that wrestle pod on social media dms are open you can send us questions comments whatever and uh, we want to thank dangerous darren for the voiceover on the show as well as the commercial he did a great uh great couple reads there it sounds very similar to the old uh the preceding message has been brought to you like i made my wife watch every nwo video i could find on youtube Nice. And by like the third one, it was like, all right, I get it. I don't need to watch this anymore. I'm like, no, no, no. It's all, it's the Coda. It's the K-Dog one. We got to watch this one. It's the Hollywood <laughs> one. No, it's the Wolfpack. Yeah. So um, thanks to Dangerous Darren. Thanks to uh, We Are Wasted. They are getting ready to open up for Fozzie on a tour in Ohio coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, thank you guys for the entrance music. Brian, Kevin, Joe, thanks for hanging out this week. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you next week on That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it. <laughs>